Hey guys, Audrey here. I just want to apologize before this episode begins and say that I am an idiot and I forgot to plug my microphone in the entire time and didn't realize it. So my audio is really bad, but luckily it's Amanda's story and I hope you can still enjoy even though I am very muffled. Thank you. describe how what's going on <laughs> yeah, yeah let's talk about what's going on we have decided that this is our last episode for now for now because amanda has gone and gone famous and she doesn't want anything to do with us lower folks and she's going on to bigger and better things yes i'm going on to tiktok amanda tried tiktok for one day and got TikTok famous. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, I don't know. I'm just do it. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. I'm just going to do it. It's stupid. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, I got 3 million views. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so that's actually not why. It's because uh, I just have a lot of work ramping up right now. And I need to be able to uh, be sane and uh focus on this work and also on my mental health so mm-hmm. um i just didn't have the capacity but all that could be changing in a month or so so you know this is a temporary leave but is for the best mm-hmm. yep take care of your minds folks that's right if you hear any strange sounds i have a fan going full blast right next to me it is approximately 9,000 degrees outside <laughs> in Fahrenheit. Um, <laughs> we are North Country folk, and we do not fare well with the heat. This is the past no. three years. This is my first year not at a high elevation for the summer. Mm-hmm. And so first time in three years. And so now I'm just like, it's too hot in this lower elevation. It is unbearable. It is really hot today. It's super humid. Uh, yeah, so my life is that I'm super sweaty all the time. I did, <laughs> Audrey and I did a workout today with our stepmother, and I actually thought, like, I thought that I was melting. I thought I was on fire. It felt like I had a sunburn all over my body because it was so hot. So I thought I was on fire, and then <laughs> um, I was like, maybe I'm not on fire, but I am sweating so much that I have lost all the fluids that I have drunk in the past six months. <laughs> it was bad. I was so sweaty. I have drank so much water today and I still feel dehydrated. Same, same. Oh, another thing that happened to me today, this is another big update for me. So update one is that I have a lot of work and I have to pause on the podcast. Update two, um, it's really hot here. And update mm-hmm. three, I had a movie moment happen to me. A horror movie moment. Oh no. Um, you know how in a lot of horror movies There's, like, a nail in a stair, like, sitting, like, going straight up. Mm -hmm. And people go down the stairs. Like in a quiet place? Yeah, like in a quiet place or, like, Home Alone, which isn't a scary Mm -hmm. movie. But anyways, I had something very similar happen. Or this is, that's all I've been thinking about. (laughs) Um, It wasn't a nail. It was an industrial-sized staple. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
but it was like a huge thick staple that had been like opened like it was yeah. like bent open and then like twisted into another shape and then like reopened like it clearly had more bends in it than normal but I could see the original like you could see the original bends yeah um somebody must have like been pulling it out and it got twisted or something and it was just on the floor in the house that I babysit in mm-hmm. and I stepped on it and I was like I thought I stepped on like like a pokey toy or like a tack or something uh-huh. I was like, oh and I thought I would it didn't hurt like crazy it just like definitely was like a, a sharp pain that I had stepped on something that I shouldn't have mm-hmm. and I like sat down and I saw it and I was like oh I'll just like pop it out like it's probably you know that happens sometimes when you like it just goes in like the first layer mm-hmm. of skin that just like pops out mm-hmm. and so I go to pull pop it out and it like drags out of my heel like oh my like God. so much of it was inside my foot that I didn't know and I was like oh, oh. it was just like a single drop of blood like flowed out and I was like Ugh. that is so weird that you like it didn't hurt more I know I think it's because my heel is like so calloused and yeah. like I don't know I'm surprised, but now, and it didn't hurt for, like, the rest of that day, the rest of that morning, because it's the same day it happened today. Uh-huh. It didn't hurt for the rest of the morning, and then I took a shower, and I started walking around the house here at home, and it, like, feels like I have a giant blood blister in my foot. Uh, like, it hurts so bad. But I can't even explain, like, the image of, like, a good uh, chunk, like, continuously coming out of my foot. It's oh my disgusting. God, ew. Yeah. Wait, so was it, like, rusty at all? No, it wasn't rusty. It looked, like, very new. Okay, that's good. I'm not gonna get a tetanus shot. That happened in the book that I'm reading. The girl, like, jumped out of a tree and landed on a nail, a rusty nail. But oh, she God. lived alone in the woods with no one else, and she was, like, six. So she couldn't go to the hospital or anything. So she was scared that her, like, all of her body was gonna lock up with tetanus. Um, but then it didn't. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you want to have a little mouse cam going? Sure. Because Laura's being really cute. Sure. And so is Chloe. No. <laughs> no. I'm not good at whistling. <laughs> We're back to when I could whistle and you couldn't whistle, and then one night happened, and then we woke up, and then you could whistle and I couldn't whistle. That didn't just happen overnight, dude. I was sick and I stayed home. And um, the whole time I was home, I was home. My mo- mom was like, you can't, if you're like sick, in quotation marks, because I was obviously playing hooky. I like just definitely wasn't sick. She was like, if you um, are going to play sick, then you have to stay in bed all day. Like you, because that's what a sick person would want. And that will prove oh it to God. me. And I was like, crap like I really don't want to be in bed all day but I was like not about to you know confess that I wasn't actually sick Mm -hmm. and so I did it and I was so bored that I just taught myself how to whistle I just stared at my wall and I just practiced all day until I got it that's so funny I actually don't think I need that oh look how cute she is okay well this is super productive already Um, all right let's get into it Oh, also, if you want to go see my TikTok uh, that got really famous, it's not even really famous. It's just like it got, it broke, it's almost breaking 4 million views at this point. If you want to watch that, go to at my6bio on TikTok. 
if you're interested in still hearing Amanda's voice, she is still doing another podcast called Carnal Theory through mm. my sex bio. And that she'll be uh, interviewing different sex educators and experts around the world. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I do also have another podcast called Carnal Theory. Yeah, you can follow us at MySixBio on Instagram or at Carnal Theory on Instagram. And Audrey does the sound editing for that. Mm-hmm. And is going to pretty soon work on an intro vid for that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be up on YouTube soon. Um, but yeah. Yes, that's a little hint as to some of the work that I'm currently doing. It's really cool. We have like a little theory each time that the guest brings with them. And we kind of break it down and ask some questions and, and try and get to, you know, see if we can get our perspectives on that month's theme, which it's June right now. So our theme, it's not June right now. It is May. Keep forgetting that it's not June. It's May. So sex and breath is the, is the theme right now. And HP who is one of our teachers at this new studio that we just launched mm-hmm. um, thanks to a lot of help from Audrey as well is one of our guests. And it's a really good episode. I recommend listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely go take a class. There's like yoga, meditation, dating yeah. yourself. So it's like self love and how to kind of like commit to yourself. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Audrey. And I'm Amanda. And this is when I open last theoretically last episode i thought we'd go for one that's pretty i don't know i want to say it's like pretty wild but at the same time like we have done way i think we've done way wilder stories but i thought this was a pretty crazy one that i wanted to do for a while okay um but this is the story of tamara samsonova do you know it tamara sounds kind of familiar but i don't know i it's just a name so i don't know yet Okay, so Tamara was born on February 5th in 1947. Okay, I don't think I know. So what I was thinking was um, like a drag queen. Oh, no, it's not that. Okay. I also don't know what that is. I know what a drag queen is. I don't know what story you're referring to. I don't remember either now. They went missing. It was a missing person case. Okay, cool. So she was born on February 5th. 1947 in Uzer, Uzer, I think is how it said, Uzer, Russia. She moved to St. Petersburg after attending uni, and a married man named Alexei or Alexei around 1971. So she was like 24. In 2000, so whoosh, jumping up. Oh, okay. she's lived in St. I'm just giving you a little bit of background as to like when she met her husband, when she moved to the area. Um, and how old she was. St. So, Petersburg is in Russia, right? Yes. Okay. I know. It sounds kind of Danish, you know? I was thinking Florida. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, Florida is known for its Danish population. No, I'm, I don't know why you think it's Danish. Oh, well, I'm, I don't think... I think St. Petersburg sounds Danish. So it's from Russia. Okay. It's like the capital of Russia, right? Uh... <laughs> No, Moscow. I think that's like, Moscow. Then what's St. Petersburg? Virginia? No, it's in Russia. St. Peter. This whole story takes place in Russia. St. Petersburg, city in Florida. I was right the first time. I think it's just a city. Well, it's a big city. Oh, it's Leningrad. 
Oh, the battle? No, it's, uh... Their battle of Leningrad? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Sounding that. so dumb right we now. We actually do sound like idiots, and um, basically this is about St. Petersburg, Russia. Okay, cool. Okay, big city. Not the capital. I understand Moscow is the capital. Mm-hmm. It's real big up there. It's right up there. Okay. Okay, so we have her, 24, moves to the city, marries this man named Alexei. I think it's Alexei. Alexia? Alexei? It's however the Russians say it, Alex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A-L-E-X-E-I. I only know this name pronounced out loud once, and it was in um, a movie with um, Keira Knightley, and she's a British accent, so I don't know how much of it is her British accent and how much of it is the way you pronounce it. Pronounce it Britishly. Okay. Alexei. <laughs> I think maybe Alexei. <laughs> Alexei. 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 Is the man she's in love with. Alexei. I think Alexei. No. Alexei? Both sound wrong when I say it. Alexei? Maybe Alex. Just say Alex. I'm just gonna say Alexei. We're never gonna say his name again, so it doesn't even matter. I'm just gonna say her husband. Okay, okay. So, in 2000, so now she's lived in St. Petersburg for like 29 years. Or, yeah, 29 years. Um, Tamara, or Tamara, I think, I've been saying Tamara, but it could be Tamara. Um, reported to the police that Alexei was missing, and she pushed and pushed and pushed for the police to do their due, dil- due diligence, and I don't really know much about, like, police culture in Russia, like, I don't really know, mm-hmm. basically, she's pushing for them to, like, search for her husband, um, and eventually they do, and they find nothing. They can't find him anywhere, there's no trace of where he went, they're not really putting in that much effort but they're basically doing something and saying, look, there's no way we can figure out where he is. There, I, feel like it's, I feel like it's similar to in the U.S. when, like, an adult goes missing because they're yeah. like, oh, they probably just left you or something like that. So they don't really That's think- a good point. Yeah. In the, in, the, in the States, it's very often with an adult, they're like, well, they probably just, like, wanted to mm-hmm. leave everything, especially if there's any kind of debt involved, if there's mm-hmm. any kind of affair involved. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what the state of any of those things were for this couple, but basically the police didn't really help that much and didn't really care. So to help herself stay afloat financially after her husband's disappearance, Tamara started renting out an, her extra room in her apartment Um, because now she's just living off of her one income. Although she might even have been retired at this point, because she would have been in her 50s. Yeah, she would have been in her 60s. So she might have been retired at this point. Because she was 24, and it's been 29 years. So she's... 54. 53. 53. So she's probably not retired. So to help her stay financially afloat, she is renting out this spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's renting to a man named Volodia. I think I'm saying that right. I'm, for the most part, none of these names are going to be 100%. Yeah. <laughs> On Makes September sense. 6, 2003, Tamara and Volodia got into a big argument. It didn't say in any of the things that I was reading what specifically they were arguing about, just that there was an argument that... A su- that um, ensued between the two of them and it resulted in Tamara 
killing Volodia. What? She cut him up into little pieces in her bathroom. First, Uh. his head was cut off, and then she cut off the rest of him, cut the rest of him into pieces, and disposed of his body in various garbage bags, as one does. So... Her husband went missing, she got this new roommate, and then they got into a fight and she killed him. Exactly. So I wonder where her husband is. Exactly. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. So, police, very soon after, find the torso of Volodia with pages from a black magic book ripped out and added to the garbage bag. Um, but, you know, all leads they searched for to try and figure out who had killed this person uh, ended up, and, and even just, like, in trying to identify him, all leads went cold. Like, they couldn't identify this torso. They couldn't figure out who killed him. Nothing. So, basically, she got away with this. Okay. Of course, I'm telling you the story, so perhaps that's not the truth. In 2015, so this is now... 12 years after Volodia was killed. Mm-hmm. Tamara intru- was introduced by a mutual friend to Valentina. Oh, also her husband is still missing. Yeah. Was introduced by a friend, by a mutual friend to this other woman, also elderly. Um, Cause at this point, 12 years later, she's in her like late six, mid to late sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely retired at this point. And she's introduced to this other woman who is like, 79 i think a little maybe she's 78 this time um and it turns out that tamara was having her apartment renovated and um valentina lived nearby so tamara and her decided that it'd be best for tamara to just come and live with her for a little while while her apartment was being renovated and she could help out with like things around her valentina's house and like support her because she was like almost 80 um you know and was living alone and could use some help so it was like a good little exchange there. Nah. But yeah, nah. Um, Don't trust this. Yeah. So they lived together and then a while went by and Tamara was still there. And then a few months went by and Tamara was still there. And Valentina was like, Are you going home? Basically, <laughs> like, when are you leaving? And that Tamara's like, I love it here. Like, I like this house. I like this neighborhood. I'm not alone. And it suits me. So I want to stay here. And I'm not going to leave. And the two started getting more and more, like, volatile. Like, their relationship struggled because Valentina was like, I don't want you here forever. Like, I was being mm-hmm. kind and letting mm-hmm. you stay here. And you would help me. But The definition I, of overstaying, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, Valentina was like, look, you got to leave. Like, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. That didn't really sit well with Tamara, duh, because she seems a little cranky. Mm-hmm. And so... Gets a little stabby. She's just a little stabby. She just gets a little stabby every now and then. So, classic, <laughs> classic Tamara. She, uh, on the night of July 23rd, 2015... Um, which is, you know, um, Valentina is 79 at this time. I think she's been 79 this whole time, but for accuracy's sake, would like to note she could have been 78 when they met. Okay. So on July 23rd, 2015, Tamara poisons Valentina by putting the prescription drug, Benazepam, 
into some of her favorite salad. They called it salad, but I'm assuming it's something similar to a potato salad or some other moist type salad because yeah. I do not understand how you could put it yeah, how do you crush up a medicine and, like, put it in a regular salad? I'm assuming it was, like, a pasta salad or something. Yeah. Um, but, so, finazepam is a prescription drug that is used to treat schizophrenia, extreme anxiety, like, various versions of, like, psychosis and stuff like that. Um, and it has very similar effects to anesthesia. So, it's, like, very dulling. It, like, mm-hmm. numbs, numbs the body and mind. And she gave her quite a bit of it, obviously. That was the intent was to poison her. Mm-hmm. So after the drug was ingested, um, Valentina fell unconscious like several hours. It took a few hours, um, mm-hmm. more than a few hours, um, to like get into the system and, and make her go unconscious. Um, and then Tamara decided, like, let's just dismember her. <sighs> we're not gonna kill her first, though. We're just gonna dismember her while she's Tamara, watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, literally. Later, um, when she was, like, arrested and all that, which is what's coming. Just teaser. Why must um, she dismember? It's easier. She's an older lady. She's... I'll send you a photo of her. Um, I'll just share my screen really quick so you can see what, what she looks like and you'll understand. Okay, this is what she looks like. Oh, she's old. Yep. Why the hell? Why is she... She's crazy. Look how cute she is, though. She, like, looks like a really cute old lady. Yeah, she does look like a kind of a cute lady. If I had seen her before I heard the story, I would have thought she's cute. Now I just look at her and, like, see the evil. I don't. I still see a cute old lady. <laughs> Especially with this. There's, like, a really classic photo, which is the one I'm showing Audrey right now, where she's in, like, an orange sweater, <laughs> um, which I don't know if that's, like, the prison attire. Um because it's, like, exactly prison orange, but it's, like, a really cute sweater. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's prison attire. I think well, it's a red looks- shirt. Oh. She's in it in all of these photos. Yeah, why is she always wearing that? I think and it's I think just, it like, the, all the photos from, like, the one photo op she had with the press yeah. or something. But basically, she looks like she's a cute, like, hipster old lady that would, like, be a, a retired author. Or something. Yeah, she does look like a retired author, like English teacher. Yeah, like a retired English teacher. Yeah. Exactly what she looks like. Um, I'll explain some of these other photos later. So yeah, she's like really freaking cute. And later she admits to the press, or I think this was in a quote to the press. It wasn't quite exactly stated, but um, according to all Murderpedia, she ha- she said quote. Yeah, I woke up after 2 a.m. and she was lying on the floor, so I just started cutting her up into pieces, unquote. But why is that your first action? Well, she definitely was planning to cut her up into pieces the whole time, right? Because she knows she's going to try and kill her. She's giving her this drug. And she knows she can't take her out, A, being, um, being not obvious like it's going to be obvious if she's dragging an entire body and she said that in in other reports it was or in other reports she claims that this woman was like really fat but I don't know if that's true no one else ever says that except for her um and she is a tiny old lady so that's number two she kind of has to cut them up for disposal ability I mean she doesn't have to cut them up well how else does she dispose of it 
She doesn't need to do anything. Just freaking leave the apartment. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, she could just not kill her kill friend. People? Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Hadn't thought about that. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes way more sense. <laughs> okay, so she, dispo- so she starts cutting her up. Um, first, she cuts off Valentina's head with a saw, and then she cuts her in half. Audrey is yawning as I describe this. <laughs> that was involved. This is the juiciest part. Okay, so she Oh cuts- my god, heard this a million times. Ugh, this again. Yeah, she cuts off her head, cuts off that head right away, cuts uh, the body in half with the same saw. Okay. Then she switches to a kitchen knife, a kitchen shear. Why? To uh, cut it into smaller pieces. You can't go, you can't cut it twice and then go to a smaller knife. Like, you have to cut the legs off. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, this is what it said, but to me, it sounds impossible. Yeah. So. Getting through the femur. I'm assuming for those that she also used the saw, and, like, this description just was, like, here's some examples of the big cut she made. Yeah. And then she moved to a smaller knife and, like, cut the skin into smaller pieces and, like, cut organs out and stuff. Ew. Because she, um, so she put a bunch of the body parts into various large garbage bags, and then she also put the head and um, hands and some, and her lungs and other various parts and boiled them. Oh, no. In a big pot, um, in like a sauce pot, and uh, that's all we know. We don't know what she did with them or what she was planning to do with them. But three days later, so she brings all this stuff basically just, like, outside. Like, some of the stuff she just leaves by the apartment, like, Wait, the garbage. did they find these the lungs and stuff that she boiled, or no? Did she just say that she did that? Um, I don't think they found it, but I'll explain more okay. about that. So, three days later, a couple discovered the mutilated torso of her friend Valentino by a nearby river, which was, like, only a hundred a few hundred yards away, um, mm-hmm. wrapped in a shower curtain when their dogs, like, smelt it and ripped it open. Mm-hmm. The police were called, and it didn't really take them very long to turn to Tamara when they discovered surveillance footage from three days before of the elderly woman just, like, dragging huge bags out of her apartment. Oh, my God. And I'm going to share my screen again to show you. Isn't this so cute? She's blowing a kiss. That's not cute, Amanda. She's a murderer. Yeah, she's insane. But you can still be completely psychotic and evil. Okay, so here is the footage, some of the footage they got. And in the footage is the pot Uh, containing the head and hands. Oh, God, there's a head and hands. Oh, God. I don't get the point of doing this. Well, we'll kind of address it later. This is her, I think, in the midst of a uh, disposal. I don't think there was like a blur of the blue into her face. That's what I think mm-hmm. that is. And she was, and they were like, hey, uh, we're, yeah, we found a lot of evidence against you. And she was like, yeah, I did it. Oh my God. She's like, it's just not even worth it. Fighting. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to jail. And she seemed, like, completely unfazed. She was like, yep, yeah, I killed her. Um, and so she was arrested, and um, I'm not, they never really say why, and this was in 2015, so it was only five mm-hmm. years ago, so I don't, I'm sure a lot of this 
is still like not public. Mm-hmm. Um, but they decided she, she was to be uh, admitted to a like special care facility. Um, that might be why she gets to wear that shirt. Yeah, that really cute little sweater. Yeah. She looks good in it. But also, it's not cool to kill people, so. Don't kill people. In the apartment, they found a journal in which she wrote, first of all, very weird, and no one, none of the sources I read, like, really addressed this. They just said that it was weird. But she wrote in her her journal in fluent English, fluent German, and fluent um, Russian. So she translated it twice. It wasn't, like, a translation. It was just, like, it would sometimes be in one of those languages. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, and that's where they read about the boiling of the body parts. Gotcha. And they believe that the police were, like, yeah, I mean, she could be... The police believe that it was because of cannibalistic habits. Mm-hmm. And other parts of the journal of her diary, which are not public. So much of it is not public. Mm -hmm. Um, The police say that it it leads them to believe she was eating her victims in Mm -hmm. some way. Not a ton, but in some manner. Just a little bit cannibalistic. She's just tasting them. But another, another possible reason for boiling the head and the hands is to erase, like, um, identifiable features. But then why would she just be like, oh, yeah, I killed her? She didn't seem that phased by... Well, because she was, she was caught on camera. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe she didn't know there was cameras there, because this, this wasn't her house. Yeah. So, it wasn't her apartment building. So, maybe she just didn't realize it. And she, that's how she had always just gotten rid of her victims. Because no one found her for the other person that she killed. True. But this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. they found this diary thinks she's now a cannibal based on what it says but they also think that because in it she admits to 11 other murders oh. and describes them in detail and they haven't like released that information to the public they just say that, that she is now being investigated for 14 murders oh my god 11 of them are detailed in her diary they believe one that is her husband. Yeah. She's being investigated for the, like, missing, her husband going missing. And, and, uh, and the reason they think that the, all these other 11 are right are because the, from all the body parts they found, it is very accurate. Mm-hmm. They didn't find some because the garbage was taken out before the police found the torso. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, like, a lot of the body parts went to the dump and the police were like, look, we're not going to find it at the dump. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to find a body part at the dump. They read the detailed description of her killing her tenant, that that first guy that we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, Volodia, mm-hmm. and they were like, wait, we found this torso, like, um, 12 years ago, and all of this makes sense, and that is the tattoo that she described. Like, this man has this tattoo, like, we're making the connections, mm-hmm. put it together, and they're like, this is this guy, we can identify this corpse, and we can put, um, we'll link the perpetrator to it. Um, yeah I don't know what the details are of the other nine cases but (laughs) they are under investigation plus three more wait yeah plus three more um, including your husband oh geez and uh that is currently under investigation and that is the story of Tamara Samsonova that's crazy 
I never think old people would kill people. You know, right? It seems like way too much work. Yeah. Like, I don't but also, get why. But she was just crazy. She had, they, like, decided she had, like, very, very significant mental illnesses. But what's wild is that none of it, like, came to be mm-hmm. until she was, well, her husband went missing in 2000. She's in her 50s. Yeah, so, like, her 50s, potentially. Yeah. Um, Unless he, like, actually ran away and, like, that drove her crazy. Yeah, true. Unless he did run away and leave her. And she, like, couldn't cope with it and was, like, he's missing mm-hmm. to the police because she's, like, I can't face the facts. But then she did face the facts. Like, why why tell your friends and not the police that he ran away? I feel like it's your friends' opinions that make you feel more self-conscious than, like, true. going to a new group of people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she definitely killed him. Yeah. Also, like, if he did run away, there would be evidence. Like, you mm-hmm. could find him. hmm I don't know. All I know is that dinner is smelling really good downstairs, and I think I have to go. Okay. Um, I will give a giggle. Okay. Um, what was the quote that we did at the beginning of this episode? Oh, a little stabby? Oh, okay. yeah. So I had mentioned this podcast earlier, like, in one of the earlier episodes, um, Comedy Bang Bang, is like a really good giggle to listen to after as a podcast. Well, Comedy Bang Bang also has a TV show on Netflix. It's very, like, particular taste, very niche. If you, like, absolutely batshit, nothing is explained, but anything can happen at any time kind of comedy, you should watch this TV show on Netflix. And the first episode, I'm pretty sure, is the one that has Bobby Moynihan in it with Little Orphan Forbel. And Little Orphan Forbel is the one that gets a little stabby. That was cute. He accidentally kills his whole family because he just gets a little stabby. Uh, but it's really funny. And it's Bobby Moynihan. And he, like, looks like they, like, use superimposed images to make him look tiny. Uh, it's oh, really good. Funny. And it's, with, it's the episode with Bill Hader. Because he's like, Mr. Bill Hader, you don't want to give me any scraps? And just a little grizzle or whatever. It's really funny. You should go follow us on Instagram if you liked this podcast. <laughs> at When I Open Podcast. Or on Twitter at When I Open Pod. Or shoot us an email at oeopod at gmail.com. And go review us. And we hope to be back soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, especially yeah. after quarantine. It's yeah. kind of getting over now, but, like, it might be easier to do this in person anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping soon we can do this in person, and it will be much better. Yep. This quarantine is really going on. Really going on. I can, I'm kind of done with it. I'm, like, kind of done with it, but at the same time, I just postponed my wedding for this shit. Yeah. Don't, don't suddenly get better. <laughs> give me, give me, like, a... Uh, a feeling that I did the right thing. I don't think you would be able to do it. I don't either. Most of the businesses I know are closed. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to go eat some yummy, yummy, yummies. Me too. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.